Looks like we're recording. All right. Rock on. All right. Welcome to Colts and Cocktails. I'm your host, Matt Sargent. I'm with my co-host, Nick Barkman. Nick, how are you doing this evening? Fantastic. We were just talking uh, before we started recording, going over the game plan and everything in the outline. The one thing that I did not tell you is this is the first of hopefully several landmark episodes. This is episode number 10. Oh. <laughs> People never thought this was going to happen. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> Especially not me, considering I don't know anything about what we're talking about. Double digits. Double digit. That's uh, I'm impressed. Yeah, especially after last week's, we had to have lost one listener. At least. You know what? Um, uh, when we can get into this later, but we actually gained a subscriber. There um, there uh, on on Sunday uh, when I was at the Chiefs game in the tailgate, I uh, we added a subscriber. So fantastic! That, I mean, that's what it's all about—is marketing. <laughs> I was doing a lot of handshaking. I actually had to play flip cup. Oh, oh, yeah, which. I mean, I may have not, I mean, I'm sure I did at some point, you know, 20 to 25 years ago, but. That sounds like a recipe for disaster. We only played two rounds. Okay. It was, very, it was like right at the end of the tailgate. It's apparently a thing that they do at every one of their tailgates at the very end. Yikes. And, um, let's just end? say, yeah, oh. it was a Sunday night game though. So, um, it did not, I didn't do very well. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I. Is that natural light? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was uh, Miller light. Oh. Yeah. So the, yeah. Think, the thinking man's natural light. <laughs> it's it's the bottom part, not the top part right. that they skim off or whatever. So. Uh, anyway, let's get right into our uh, topics here. Number one, what is this beautiful cocktail you've made for us this evening? Uh, this one is actually called a sweater weather. Uh, figure uh, the temperature, I think, dropped about 30 to 40 degrees today. Well, you see how I'm dressed. I came over here in a pullover and shorts. Yeah, you're like everybody in a movie where they, you don't know what the weather is because half the people are in shorts and the other half are bundled up. It was 72 yeah. when I left uh, home this morning at 745, 8. No, actually, guess what I did before it, uh, I left? I put stuff down on the yard. Oh, whatever wow. the stuff was, because I had heard it was going to rain. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good yeah. Good. A quick goat thinking on yeah. my part, right? Using your whole head. <laughs> yeah. So what's in this? So sweater weather is, it's essentially a New York sour with amaretto. Uh, just really good. Oh, good that's what cocktail. that is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. So you, got, uh, so you got bourbon, you got amaretto, lemon juice, a little simple syrup, and then uh, you do a float of red wine on the top. Just pour it over a spoon onto the top. That is good. Yep. Sweater weather. I, I can't even claim this one as my own. I actually had a version of this at the Pig and Finch that is now uh, that is no longer funked. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> a restaurant over by us at work <clears throat> down in uh, Park Place in Leewood, USA, and uh, they had a, a version of this on the menu, and I was mm-hmm. like, that tastes fantastic, so had to start making them every year in the fall. I forgot, I remember uh, I got an amaretto kick at one point, there's a lot of, uh, 
there are a lot of drinks where you can add a little bit of amaretto and it gives it a little bit of uh, flavor. It's yeah. Got that, yeah, it's got that almond flavor to it. Yeah, I, yeah that's... Uh, now that I know what I'm going to be doing on the way home from, from work tomorrow is stopping by Gomer's and getting a, a bottle of amaretto. I mean, honestly, like I, I use amaretto and uh, orgiat, which I'm mm-hmm. fairly certain I'm pronouncing incorrectly, but I, like, I kind of interchange those things uh, depending on how alcoholic I want the drink to be. And what's the flavor of the other one? Or yeah, same. Almond, like okay. almond, almond uh, probably a little sweeter, a little lighter than amaretto is. But okay. Yeah. So I think there is a recipe for, and we're getting kind of sideways on this deal, but I yeah. think there's a, re- a recipe for, and this is essentially like you said, a whiskey sour with a with a, a wine floater on the top. But mm-hmm. um, I think somebody's best whiskey sour recipe had... You know, like a, just a bar spoon of, of amaretto. In it. And that was, I mean, their best recipe. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, yeah. like we talked about before, martinis and, you know, what's what do you like to add and what do you... Well, and that's the thing is that's why I like... Sorry. I'm, yes, I'm digressing a lot. But that's what I do like about this one is that the uh, amaretto, like sweet of that actually uh, helps cut that uh, sour mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, you're going to need to send me that uh, recipe so we can put it on the uh, in the show notes. But... Um, <clears throat> We got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to cover this week. Horse racing is one of them. We'll get to that here in a little bit. First of all, today is Thursday, the tenth. Tomorrow is the eleventh. Now, um, you and I remember back in the day, which was a Tuesday. That's when new music used to come out. That is correct. I used to love to get the Best Buy ad on Sunday and see uh, oh, what's the new records that are coming out i'm gonna go buy a new cd i the, mean the uh, new ween cd right exactly yeah exactly yeah. look at that album cover yeah. so that has now shifted to fridays uh-huh. i got a couple of things one i watched like half or two-thirds of the cmas last night see and that's disappointing <laughs> Peyton Manning was the host. I thought that I was watching a football game for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and then, the, uh, you know, then a country song broke out, which a lot of, I mean, it was Katy Perry Wait. was there. Oh. She's doing like a crossover song with somebody. I'm not going to look it up. The I'm sure the listener knows. Yeah. Huh? yeah hey, new subscriber. We, we need your input. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm telling you. He made fun of Eli Manning like exclusively the whole time that I was watching. I mean, it was just so he's every other person in America. <laughs> yeah. It was bizarre. So yeah, we we tuned in. Um, my wife likes to listen to the Sirius XM uh, country station, and they were talking about it earlier in the week. And I just offhandedly said, "Oh." Because they were talking about if somebody was going to win Entertainer of the Year. And I just said, oh, you know, thinking it's going to be like on a Sunday night when I can go somewhere else and watch football, right? Right, right. No, 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 no. no. Country music is smart. They don't want to compete with football. So they'd go on a Wednesday. I mean, that is a lot of their audience. Exactly. It, yeah. Precisely, precisely. So I don't even, I mean, it was, let me just tell you, it was an experience. And I saw a whole lot of country music. And my condolences. I've seen enough that I don't need to see any more until at least 2023. I mean, you know what I mean? Um, they talked about Alabama. Did they? Yes. Al- somebody mentioned Alabama in their speech. I think somebody from Alabama uh, died recently. Oh. 
That's too bad. So, Actually, I will say I did like Alabama. That was good. That was a good band. If uh, if Dolly Parton uh, was performing, and I'll just say Conway uh, Conway Twitty. Which, by the way, if you can get me somebody to put Kanye over Conway Twitty, and it's Kanye Twitty, I'm here for it. You heard it here on the podcast first. I like that. I like that. That's funny. Yeah. Um, speaking of music, I want to keep this kind of music thread going. We kind of have like an ongoing joke, and I don't know if it's a we thing, but it's definitely you're involved because you do a uh, pretty good Nickelback impersonation. And it was brought to my attention that they've got a new album, and as you said, dropping mm-hmm. next Friday the 18th. Number one, I had no idea that they were still a thing. I thought they'd broken up long ago, and before we got on here, we looked it up, and five years ago they had an album come out. So in 2017, 2014, 2011, I think, and then uh, that's just off the top of my head looking after looking. But uh, the second thing is my wife, She this is bizarre, but she listens to country music. Mm-hmm. And then the other station that she listens to is the extreme hard rock uh, station, Octane. See, and I think a lot of April, like your wife's a great person and I really do think a lot of her, it was great actually uh, getting to talk to her last time I was over at your house. You're not doing anything to help <laughs> that right now. <laughs> so, so she told me, here's what she told me. Okay. She said, here's what you need to tell Nick. When she said, there's two singles out. Okay. The one that's named after the prison, San Quentin. Okay. When that comes on the radio, she does not turn it to a different station. Bold. That was so. That's not a ringing endorsement, but and I listened. So I listened to both songs this evening. I told you I did. I'm not going to play them here uh, on the the pod because then we can't put it on uh, all the uh, we can't put it on Apple uh, Podcasts and all the other things that we put on the, all the other two things that we lo- upload to, mm-hmm. but, uh, the listeners can obviously go listen to that stuff. Um, I was, I told you one song sounds like, okay, if, uh, Rick D's plays it. Yes. Thank you. The every Shadow, 90 minutes. Shadow Stevens gets yeah. on. If he plays it every 90 minutes, it'll be a popular song. I'm sure. And you know, it'll be the song of winter break 22 or whatever, you know, who cares? Right. This other song, I mean, it's harder than a lot of Van Halen songs. I mean, it, I mean. It, <laughs> Wait. Okay. I got it. It's along those same vein, but you know, you know. So we're, you, you're telling me that Nickelback <laughs> just dropped a dime. <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you that it is not the same Nickelback that we made fun. I mean, like that it's in my. I've got this like caricature in my mind, and then I'd like a hero to come save me. <laughs> <laughs> from what's happening right now well i mean what's the one what's the main song that uh that you always make fun of i oh the photograph song yes yeah. that song right. yes that's the one that is the one because mm-hmm. um, i didn't know that there were three o's in uh in the <laughs> first part of photograph <laughs> i'm telling you what it, but it's bizarre to me and i think i mean based off of what i've heard on like just a couple of these like Sirius XM ch- channels, like I think they're going to have a very good November. I mean, and Thanksgiving. 
Here's actually, this is a good point. We were uh, kind of joking about this. Um, what, like, with rock songs, you never see, like, whatever the, the song you're talking about, like, Nickelback, blah, 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 featuring Scott Stapp. Like, right, I would yeah. see that, right? Yeah. Like, that's a that's a good mashup. Like, yeah. uh, you know, if you can find him, because I feel like he might be on the lam. But, uh, yeah, but, like, Nickelback featuring Scott Stapp. But <laughs> you hardly ever see that. You see it sometimes in pop songs. You see it all the time in hip-hop. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's hardly ever in R and B, and hardly ever in rock. So, uh, and I just this just popped into my head because another, uh, you know, last week I spent sixteen hours in a van uh, over like the course of three and a half days. Wait, did you get kidnapped? I didn't. I don't know if I knew that. No, I was driving down to Southern Missouri and back, and then uh, oh, right, also right. up to Iowa and back, and. Um, right. I started listening to a podcast called Bandsplain. Oh. Um, it's on, I'm trying to think of, The Ringer. I think it's on The Ringer's uh, podcast network. Anyway, the one that I was interested in was where they kind of go over, basically they talk about a, a whole, you know, a band and their whole career. And the, the first big one and the one that I was interested in was uh, Smashing Pumpkins. And I was, it's eight hours, I think, or seven or eight hours worth of podcast part one and part two well i'm in the middle of part two and i don't remember what song it doesn't matter i think it's off of that what's the one of the albums named ava door or adore yeah it was the album after melancholy mm-hmm. there is a puff daddy remix of one of those songs and they played it i'm actually into that I, a lot. i don't even know if i knew that I mean, like pound for pound, find me a better '90s band than Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, and then also Puff Daddy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, which is I don't even know what he's going by now. Do you? Is he Diddy? Is he P Diddy? Is I think, he? I think it's Diddy at okay. this point. Yeah, unless it's just D at this point. Which is different than Paperboy's song Diddy. Oh, with T. With the T. Well, yes, right. absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. Good pull. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to talk about and touch on was uh, since the last time that we've been together, which was last week, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. Somebody's got six wins. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'm telling you what, uh, I don't... Harvey Weinstein saw his career crumble fast, less... Or more slowly than OSU. Like, OSU went from number nine to just getting annihilated by two teams that it shouldn't have been. And I don't know what happened to speak to that because they had just beaten Texas, although I know that their quarterback was beat up because uh, my golf partner was telling me not to to bet on uh, the Pokes. And I said, no, we're, we're, we've still, you know, the guys that I was betting with, we're still going to, we win that bet. And then they go up to K-State and they were an underdog, right? Oh, yeah. And then they didn't score. I mean, that's the thing. They didn't score. And then they were. When does that happen in the Big 12? And it was, you know, it was, it was a close matchup uh, in, in uh, uh, predictions for uh, them versus KU. But, I mean. It wasn't close. And then here's what happened. There was, yeah. Like, that um, was bad. What's our guy? Our quarterback Bean. He gets he get hurt. He got hit in his ribs. As I was listening on the radio, they were up uh, twenty five. Yep. 
they were slapping him on the sidelines like, oh, great game, great game. Because, you know, they have nobody behind him. Yeah, I know. But then they were going to bring in whoever that nobody is, and then Oklahoma State goes down, scores, cuts it to <clears> – <throat> oh, actually, yeah, they, so they cut it to 18. Mm-hmm. Well, then they have to put him back out there. to base. I think he threw one pass, maybe like a screen pass or something. Anyway, KU ends up winning. They get their sixth victory of the year. Oh, he they're, and Neil looked amazing. Yeah, they're bowl eligible. I don't know when uh, – I haven't looked. I have not paid attention because. But here's the funny thing. I've been to uh, real quick before you you make your point. Yeah. I've been to two basketball games. Yeah. Since then. People are standing up because uh, Neil was at one of the games, and then uh, I saw the tonight. Uh, Coach Leipold and uh, one of the players. He comes into the game. Coach Leipold stands up and gives him a hug or whatever. They're getting huge. Ovation. I mean, it's yes, like they should be. exactly. I mean, it's back like when uh, Mangino was the coach, dude, and he was at the you know he, Mangino would be standing in the, uh, as I like to call it, the vomitory. Um, <laughs> I think that I, th- I actually think that's a technical term. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The the entrance, mm-hmm. yes, um, because he couldn't exactly fit in oh, a seat, right? But uh, well, if he had two tickets on the bench, he'd be fine. But two. Um, uh, I will say, Leipold, if they win uh, this Saturday, that that man can do anything that he wants for the rest. Like he could stay at KU and never do anything else, and he would be a god. So they're gonna. Uh, I think they're gonna pay him. I mean, obviously they're gonna match whatever they can. I, I, there's they have the money. I mean, remember when KU was paying three and four coaches? Exactly. Right. We've so, got our money back. We've we've already paid off our. Last we're not three paying. Coaches. We're just gonna pay one coach. We yeah. can pay him whatever he wants. And here's the deal. What do you think, Nebraska? Okay, you go to Nebraska. Remember, Nebraska fired Frank Solich. Yeah. All he did was win nine games a year, and go to bowl games. Um, you should look and see. Uh, I don't know it off the top of my head. But uh, Pellini, the guy that had the, mm-hmm. the long build hat, mm-hmm. look up his record. Fired him. I mean, then you know, obviously they haven't been great. The, the funny thing about it is, and he, let me pull this up because I just got this as I was driving over here, and you're gonna love this. This is KU clinched bowl eligibility, and there is just one Power Five program that has not made a bowl since 2017. Do you know what school that is? That is the Cornhuskers. Correct. Yeah. Is, I mean, that is wild. Okay, but my – we were, I, Cheryl and I were talking about this last week. Name me a team that left the Big 12 Conference who has done anything in the conference that they are now in. Oh, uh, well, okay. And, and to even go further than that, um, when they le- when those teams left Colorado, Missouri, and uh, Nebraska, yeah. um, there is a whole lot of statistics that – you may have like immediate success, which we can argue. Um, I'm not going to argue it, but Missouri, you know, played in the SEC championship game two years in a row. That was that was schedule driven one year. Right. Okay. Um, they did have a really good football program then because that was um, when KU was back when they actually were yeah. doing better. Yeah. Um, but it, you're correct. I mean, they're not just to that but overall nationwide when these schools switch program or uh, conferences it does not go well for their sports teams because they have 
new recruiting areas. I mean, there's there's all these other things, you know. It's just, and, and now our football team and basketball team have to fly to America's hinterlands in Salt Lake City in order to play Yeah, what is that, game. next year or the year after? It's gonna yeah. it's wild how it's going to be from there oh, all the way to Florida. Central Florida. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not huge on that. We were driving home on Monday from the basketball game, and I was looking at this uh, what games are being played. And UCLA's game was not starting until 10.30 our time. Right. And I was thinking, you know what? In a couple of years, we're going to have a game that doesn't start until 10.30 our time. I'm going to be up until 1. UC Santa Barbara. <laughs> Banana yeah. slugs react to me. Speaking of basketball, yeah. have you paid any attention to the team? I mean, I, again, I, I'm a bad fan. I don't really pay that much attention until league play or one of our like preseason uh, tournaments. Well, let me tell you, on you're definitely going to watch Tuesday. Tuesday night, yeah. we're playing Duke. Yep. Pay attention to your boy Grady Dick. Grady Dick, man. Um, I watch. Well, the, I, I've been watching highlights, uh, and that kid's for real. He's a like a really tenacious defender. So he's got he's got some size issues. I think this is what I was this is what I've been telling people. I think that he's going to and I think this is just all freshmen run into this when they get uh Oh, he's going to foul the shit out of people. That, yeah, that's When they when they when they get to uh the college level, they're playing more games than they right. did in high school. So Right. I I'm anxious to see how he's going to look in December and January, but right now, I mean, the guy is just uh, he's incredible, and I'm looking up his uh, stats this evening. He was ah, uh, he didn't have as good a shooting night tonight. He was a five for eleven and one for four from three. What was, he had, the, what was the final on that? Eighty-two to fifty-nine. Okay. So KU ends up covering the twenty-four and a half spread. Is that correct? Well done. Or not? Hold on. No. No, they didn't. No, they oh. didn't. Ooh, by one point. <laughs> That was 23. Yeah. Oh, that's that's disappointing. I did talk somebody off the uh, off of that game, so I feel kind of good about that. Hmm. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, he uh so he scored I think he scored 23 uh on Monday in his debut. Obviously, they played Pitt State last week and uh he played well, shooting well. Um I I he can shoot it over anybody. I think he's like six eight. Um, he needs to bulk up a little bit, but he's he's amazing. Um, I will be interested to see how he plays against a better caliber uh, yeah. team on uh, on Tuesday. You know, we said that about Cole Aldridge too, freshman yeah. year, right? Right. Too oh thin, yeah, absolutely. Thin, yeah. And then he got, look, he got bounced around a bunch, and uh, yeah, he ended up being. The guy had a triple double in the uh, NCAA tournament. If Correct. I don't, uh, if I remember correctly. I went to you went to what 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 Chiefs game did you go to? You went to the Thursday night game. I, yeah, I went, so I went to the first home game. So the uh, oh yeah, yeah Chargers game. Uh, that that was the one where I uh, went uh, used the restroom because I was pissed off uh, and missed the ninety nine yes uh, pick six. Yeah. So sure. tell me this: what time did you go into the game? Like right at game time. Yeah, I, we were so our vendors from Canada came in and, mm -hmm. us, and so yeah. uh, I think we probably went in right at. Okay, well, so yeah. here's here is I went with the the Panrose Syndicate. Oh, um, they were in town, right? And <laughs> we got out there at we got we went out at three thirty, mm -hmm. 
The game's at 7.20. Anyway, we get right in. Unbelievable. I mean, it's it's madhouse. So it's the first Chiefs game I've probably been to in uh, – I went to the preseason game the year that they won the Super Bowl with yeah. the family. Right. But we just went to the game, and, you know, the kids got to see everything. I had not been to a regular season Chiefs game in 10 years. Oh, wow. I mean, it's had to – I mean, and it, it, I, I'm – it's 8 or 10 years. Yeah. So – and we, what we would do is we would give tickets to our customers, and we would buy the M lot, the pa- uh, parking pass in between the two, and say, "Hey, we'll be here at whatever time you come. We're doing the tailgate." But then, we would clean everything up. I never went into a game until the second quarter. Oh, so never. So what we did was we went into the game about an hour beforehand. Walked out right into the game. I mean, didn't have to wait in a big, long line. Got upstairs, got to see the, you know, kind of the stuff that they've done with the remodel that I, since, you know, because obviously since I, I haven't been in there. And then, uh, I for the first time in my entire life, I got to watch these NFL players come out and do their warm-ups. You know, I, how many times, I mean, uncountably many times I've watched KU basketball warm-up. Right. I had no idea. There's these. There are about thirty. It looks like there's about thirty guys on the Chiefs. They're wearing khakis and a Chiefs polo and a, you know ball cap, and they're throwing the ball to each other and you know doing oh, this. Way. I'm just laughing. I'm like, what are these goofballs doing? Right. Well, then very first thing out of the tunnel, all the wide receivers start coming, and then they have this thing choreographed. It's, I mean, they're just throwing these aspirin tablets to everybody. Wow. Every single one of these guys needed to be able to throw a football 40 or 50 yards now, and, you know, you don't think that's a big deal. Well, let's go outside and see if we can throw one 40 or 50 yards, and, you know, and put, you know, and so the guy doesn't, you know, can catch it. I mean, it was pretty – and then, the you know, the other position players come out and you what see – What an this. amazing job that is. Right, exactly. I'm like, sign me up. How can I yeah. do this, right? right. It, was, it was pretty cool. And then the other thing that I, it was just kind of struck me was – you know, on TV, here's your TV right here, right? Mm-hmm. There's the line of scrimmage. That's all you see. Right. There is so much going on in the rest of the, that you don't see on the screen. And it was just, uh, again, I just have, I mean, having not, and really not even cared. Um, right. Because I was always just a guy that listened to the NFL games, you know, the Chiefs games in, in my, uh, while I was mowing, uh, you know, in my headphones. But, my goodness, it was pretty cool. And then on, you know, it was a Sunday night game, so they had um, these parachuters nope. come in. And man, I, I took a couple of pictures of them. They were so low. I looked up and I said, "There's no way that guy is going to get in onto the field. You know, he's going to get clipped by the state." Well, of course they're going. I mean, I mean, who am I, right? I mean, I don't know anything. Oh my. He, he, okay, but like if the jungle law guys airplane, there. Guess what? You should. You said jungle law. This is hilarious. As we are driving in, I looked up. You know, there's an airplane with a, you know, one of those streamers or whatever that oh, thing. Yeah, called. No. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the jungle law guy. That's what I said. Like, okay, yeah. He's got like a plane flying around. Like, yes. If the jungle law guy's plane would have clipped one of the parachuters. <laughs> okay, now I see where you're going with that. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just like yeah, the jungle law guy. I'm like, that guy's got commercials. Oh, now yeah. I didn't realize that. Um, until just a week ago how much like it's amazing is that really the guy it's really the guy 
There is a non-zero chance that I get to meet that guy. <laughs> That's crazy. We are we are currently we are currently in RFP with a uh, a local law firm uh-huh. that uh, does some business that refers some business to the Jungle Law guy. And apparently they all go to like Chiefs games together as part of that affinity partnership. Okay. And uh, so I said there is there is a non-zero chance that it's I. It's such a weird marketing thing, but you know what? As I tell works. my kids, because we, yeah, Ruben's case, Ruben's Cambiano and Bryant, they're right? strengthening our numbers. Jungle Law. I mean, you know, like, Ruben's case, Ruben's Cambiano and Bryant. <laughs> I don't even think that exists anymore. No. But like we remember it yeah. from twenty years ago. Um, I think that it does exist in some form or fashion, but I think some of them have probably left. Right. I, I but I do, but that's been several years ago. So the Earth. <laughs> but I left. But for us, the other kind of big sports deal right now is MLB free agency. Obviously, correct. correct. I kind of looked beforehand. Aaron Judge, he got a qualifying offer, but, I mean, there's been no breaking news. Nothing popped up on my phone here about him. I saw, like, there was five teams courting him. Are the San Francisco Giants one of the big ones? They are, and here's the deal. Like, I think it's going to – it's the Yankees – it's the Yankees' deal to lose, obviously. Uh, The only thing that scares me um, is that Brian Cashman has made worse decisions. Uh, And – just in his tenure. Now, the one saving grace uh, for me on that one is that uh, Brian Cashman absolutely still operates like it's the steroid era, so he's going to keep anybody who mashes the ball that much. Like, he is going to cling like grim death. We have Josh Donaldson currently on the roster, a man who is allergic to hitting baseballs, right, just because he had a long career and a high-slugging percentage uh, behind him when he came in. But other than that, no real marketable skills. So I will say I I feel like Aaron Judge is uh, a Yankee. I feel like he's loyal. He likes the like the the fact that he is a really big fish in the biggest pond. Right. I don't available. Know. So I don't I don't think that Cashman could. Uh, I think he'd have to do like the uh, Joey Gallo thing and like you know not yeah. go out if <laughs> they don't resign. I mean, yeah. so I'm just looking at uh, Dave's neighbor. Uh, Jeff Passan, uh, his article says the Yankees are the favorite. The Giants and the Dodgers are obviously going to be in the mix. Right. Um, but those are, I mean, I mean, I think this is a, I think there's going to be a whole lot of drama going back and forth, and I think he ends up back with the Yankees. And, you know, he got a huge contract that he's well worth it. And, mm-hmm. and you know what? We will call that some of the best drama which will might make the best of 2022 list. Thank you. How excited are you for, because I know these are coming, okay? Yeah. Thanksgiving. Yep. Thanksgiving is about the time when people start looking back at the last the 11 year, months. The yes, year that was. Yes. And saying, this is the best of. I mean, I feel like you've entered Nickelback into that conversation. Yeah, the listicle. <laughs> Because it'll be out, it will be so fresh in people's minds. Oh my goodness. Um, I want to say 
it's like a it's a cinch that it it hits uh, Rolling Stones uh, best of 2022. Yeah. Oh, easily. <laughs> I'm dead serious and I'm still laughing about it. What tell me give me one thing off the top of your head that is going to be in a best of 2022 list that you see somewhere. Oh, easily the best come from behind win in a national championship game for college basketball. Boom. Thank you. Nice. You know where I was thinking? You know where I was going on this? Okay. Uh, what was the Batman movie? Was it called The Batman? Oh, The Bat... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. My Chemical Batman. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's easily going to be... I mean, that might be... That might not even make... Uh, or that might not only make best of 2022, it might make best of the year. Hot Topic presents Batman. <laughs> I watched it several times. I don't care. No, I, mean, I, I don't even. Good. It was a good movie. It was just funny because he was the most emo Batman I think ever. Which, I mean, honestly, to Batman's credit, they've never really played him as emo. And I'm like, I feel like that would be an emo situation. Yeah. Right. Did you watch that movie, uh, that Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet? Oh yeah, yeah, good movie. I really didn't like, uh, and the actor's name escapes me at the at the moment. Um, I know. I know. I'm thinking about it too. I didn't really like him until I watched that movie, and I really liked mm-hmm. him in that movie. And I then I kind of reevaluated some other movies that he'd been on. Yeah, and yeah, it's going to uh, drive me nuts here for the rest of uh, rest of our time here that I can't remember his name, but Rob, Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah, that's his name. Okay, yeah, right. Because he was in the uh, the Twilight movies, he was also apparently in Harry Potter. I found that out too. What? Yeah. He, uh, he, I don't know. He played somebody in Harry Potter. Um, my, my wife would know that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. I, um, All right. On that note, here's what we're going to... On that note, we're going to take a slight break. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to get a quick refill. And this time, it's going to be a quick break. A quick break. Because yeah. then we got... And then a half hour where I come back sloppy. We're going to have a little bit of horse racing talk here. Yeah. To uh, end the podcast. All right? We are back for part two of the November 10th episode. We've got our refills. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Thank you for the refill. Absolutely. Now we're getting around to horse racing. Um, let's talk a little Breeders' Cup. Um, number one, let's start at the back and work our way, or let's start at the end and work our way back. I know that late last Saturday, I sent you a text with a link to the Breeders' Cup Classic. I watched the race a minimum of 30 times. I mean... Flight line at the top of the stretch just said, see ya. Yeah. Was, I mean, it was pretty crazy. What did you say? Eight lengths? Eight and a half, I think, was what the final was. Thanks. Um, so, I mean, that was... It, it, if you haven't watched it, if you're listening to this, listener, and you have not watched, I don't know why you'd be listening and haven't watched uh, the horse race, the biggest horse race of the year, but you need to go back and watch it. It was, I was rooting hard. Um, I was actually at an event. I couldn't watch it. I saw that he'd won. And then later in the evening when I got home, um, had it on repeat and showed the wife, showed the kids. And then I think uh, another martini or two later, I showed the wife and the kids again, and you know, 
Lather, rinse, repeat. I, overall, the Breeders' Cup, my picks, uh, Friday, Futures Stars Friday, yep. did very well. The pick three that I had, the early pick three that I had, actually paid for all the bets that I that I did um, for the how, weekend. How did uh, how did Cape Rock do? How did Baffert? It's, uh... Oh, that was so. That was early Saturday. Yeah. And I was a play against for me. Right. And he won by open links, of course. Oh. And he crushed me. Um, yeah, that was uh, the, that the was, other the other Bob. Yeah. So Friday, I had good opinions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Won money. Saturday opinions not so good. Got it. Overall for the two days, if you uh, do the math, I think it was um, four. No, hold on, I've got it right here because I had to. I've got it. Twenty-two dollars winning. So, but that's not winning one bet on Saturday. Right. Um, terrible. So that kind of goes right into. Oh, by the way, I did. I did need to tell you. I, I looked up Bob Baffert. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> it was exactly what I said he was with the purple glasses, and he he looks like he looks like he has like held people for ransom. Like he's kidnapped uh, Liam Neeson's kid. <laughs> well, he's paid someone to do it. Let's. But he doesn't get his. Yeah. He finances wars and pornography. Like, that's exactly what he looks like. So we got a couple more race things to talk about, and then uh, obviously we'll get to our uh, the creme de la creme, the uh, Nick's picks. But let's talk about tomorrow is opening day at Del Mar mm-hmm. for the, uh, what I was telling you, the Bing Crosby season meet. Amazing. I'm gonna, we're just going to touch on one race. It's okay. all that I want to touch on. And that is race number seven. Okay. It is a non-graded stakes. It's the Let It Ride stakes. Oh. Okay. And I've got a horse that I like here. It is the John Sheriff's trained clutch hitter. The number one horse. This horse debuted on dirt, and then they made the switch to grass, and it won over the same course this uh, past July. And after a fourth-place finish stretching out to eight and a half furlongs, Sheriffs is wisely cutting this horse back to the mile because that is this horse's distance. That's what the breeding says. It's, it's everything right here. Um, I've got win place bet on that horse, and then an exact a key box, one over two, five, six, and seven. That is my play for this graded stakes, or non-graded stakes, rather. Um, tomorrow, they've got eight races. It's a typical opening day. The racing ramps up uh, Thanksgiving week. Um, we were talking about it, kind of joking about the Desi Arnaz. The yeah, who do you get in the... Uh the, uh, the Betty Grable. <laughs> I haven't looked there yet. I haven't looked there yet, but you know what? Stay tuned to my Twitter. Uh, here's the thing. Do you know Do you know the guy that's going to be uh, the reporter at that is going to be Scoops Callahan? <laughs> if you've ever seen that, he's a guy that's a, a morning morning DJ guy, I believe, down in the uh, Dallas market. 
who impersonates a 1920s reporter uh, and will yell things like, hey, champ. Either that or it's going to be Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> Michael Keaton. My mother hung me on a hook <laughs> once. Well, um, last week, or, you know, and actually, since we've been talking about this stuff, this horse racing stuff, we've been uh, kind of following Irad. Yeah. And. By the way, I found out he is the highest earning jockey. Oh, yeah. And you know what? It, to that point, um, on Saturday, I was looking up his mounts because I said, okay, we need to get, uh, let's get an Irad watch. Mm-hmm. That's what I got on the. On the docket here, he only has four mounts in eight races. Oh. So race number one, I'm going to give you his uh, his mounts, okay? Race number one, what's up, bro? Nice. I mean, I love it. I this feel like horse, that's what he says to guys when he's riding past them. So this is a maiden special weight race. Mm-hmm. Um, what? I, this is a first time starter. They. This is, let's see, the jockey and trainer combination. He's been with this trainer four times. They've got one victory. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know what that means, but go ahead. It's 10 to 1 on the morning line. That It's got to be higher for me to bet it. It's just that's, uh, that's not a good play. 25% but, win ratio is probably not. But it's going to be bet just because of IRAD. And that's why I think that's why a lot of these guys try to get IRAD on their horse because they, you know, hey, he's aggressive. Yeah. I mean, it's, but this is crazy. Um, race number three. Race number three is Helladick. Flamingo Hawk. Oh. No, this horse is. Oh, this is a live. This I think this is a little bit of a live horse at nine to two. Um, probably get bet down. Ooh, are they? Uh, is this jockey and uh, trainer combination? Are they six for eleven? I mean, this is. I'm gonna have to dive deeper into this one. But Flamingo Hawk uh, in Aqueduct Three on Saturday. Uh, that could be. Uh, that actually might be something that we look at betting. Flamingo it, Hawk is a great name. Well, it's not Jayhawk, but I mean it's it's good enough. Uh, let's see. Next is race four, and his mount is Kingstown. Also the number two, four to one on the morning line. He's hooked up with this trainer twice. Zero wins. Thanks. Yeah. Ooh, the breeding though. Um, six furlongs sprint on the turf, or I'm sorry, the the dirt. Boy, there's I mean there's a couple reasons to like it. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Another one we're gonna have to dive deeper into. Ooh, but I mean we got a couple Linda Rice's in there. It's that's a tough one. That's a tough play. Uh, maybe if that floats up a bit. Let's look at his last mount is in the finale. Oh, no, not the finale, because the finale is race nine, but uh, race eight. He's got Unbridled Bomber, which is the morning line favorite. I can get behind that name. This is the one, if you're going to put, if you had, you know, 20 bucks 
anyone to pick, hey, which one of the four are we going to put our 20 bucks on to win? This would be the one right here. This is the, uh, yeah. Okay. This is the best of the four. Oh, and here's the, here's the thing. Okay. Yep. Yeah, this is the one I like the best right here. Is that the one where I slap my OTV ticket against my hand and say hot dog? <laughs> you start yelling at a small screen with moving things on it. <laughs> yes, that's exact. That's precisely what I'm saying here. Got it. Now, we got the iRed watch out of the way. We talked a little bit about Del Mar. Now we've got our... Um, the listener says this is the most popular segment yeah. of the, of the uh, podcast. We have... Nick's picks because we want to cash Bang. some bets. And as we, we're talking about this, you're going to hear some clicking and you know some uh, loud noises. Because this week, I am actually placing bets on your two picks. And actually, uh, I gave you two games you need to look at. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw you a curveball and give you a third game, but it, it's one that you would probably expect anyway. Got it. First game we're going to talk about is TCU at mm-hmm. Texas. Texas mm-hmm. is laying seven points. Texas is like five and one uh, against the spread at home. TCU is, uh, I oh man, I saw this earlier and I didn't write it down. Their record against the spread, they're eight and oh, they're, I think they're seven and one against the spread. Don't hold me to that. Um, obviously they're on the road. They're undefeated. They are. Um, they're going to have to probably beat Texas twice this year right. to get into the college football playoff. They are the Big 12's lone uh, hope, the great yep. white hope, mm-hmm. to get in to the college football playoff. But we're not concerned about them getting into the college football playoff or winning the game. We're concerned about whether or not they can cover the seven-point spread. Nick, what's your pick for this Cover. game? All right. Nick says cover. So we will go and find where we can get the best price on this game. We're in Kansas, so we've got six different options, I believe, here. I do like TCU. I mean, they broke my heart, but. Best price is. What is this? First half? I don't want first half. Okay. Second game we're, we're talking about right now. Kansas State. Kansas State, remember, beat Oklahoma State like mm-hmm. a drum. Yep. Then played terrible in the first half against Texas at home last week. Then holds Texas to three points. Yeah. In the second half, and then blows it at the end when they have a chance to come back. Watch, the, watch that game at my friend's house. Oh. It, was, it was kind of hard. They, they're all K-State fans. It was, oh, it was, it was a tough. Yeah. So they're at Baylor, and Baylor is laying two and a half. Who do you like in this game? K-State. I think they're going to be out for blood after last week. They've got the capability. Nobody can see Deuce anyway, so he'll probably get you know 12 yards a carry. Uh, but I, I just like the way K-State's playing. 
uh, this season for the most part. Yeah, they blew it last weekend, but I think because of that, they'll be. I like both of these picks, which means we should probably go the other way. But um. right, <laughs> I picked them, so we got to take the points on both. I, I and I agree. I think I think TCU covers. I'm fingers crossed. I hope they win. Sure. And then uh, I think K State wins outright. I just uh, they're just. I think they're better coach. I just, I, you know, I this is not a. Uh, I'm not going to overthink this deal now. The curveball I'm going to throw at you. Okay. Of course, our Jayhawks. Right. Are at Texas Tech. Not a curveball. Because <laughs> you a, knew not, it was coming. Not a curveball because you know I'm going to pick KU. They're getting. They're catching three and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. The game is at 6 p.m. We got a primetime game, bro. This yeah. is crazy. Like, Big. people want to see, like, they want to, I'm getting a, uh, I'm getting texts from childhood friends who live out of state who um, work, uh, let me just, I mean, getting text messages from people I haven't talked to in years Yeah. about KU football. This is crazy. We're in a conversation. That's what I said. Like, Leipold is going to be able to do whatever he wants mm. for the rest of his tenure. Okay, so you know, I, I, I hear you. You're taking the three and a half. I'm going to take three and a half, and I think uh, they might even beat that. Like, they're playing like they want it. You think? I mean, this is their probably their best chance to win. I mean, we know we're going to beat Texas because it's, it's at home, right? Right. We beat how many times have we beat Texas in the last five years? Twice. We're we're, we're trying to move our way up from the Dollar Tree Economic Inequality Bowl to possibly achieve it. So it's interesting you would say this, and real quick before we kind of wrap things up, uh, TCU wins out. Uh-huh. Okay, they get into the college football playoff. That moves every single one of these Big Twelve teams up one rung up the ladder. Yeah. So we definitely see that's why we've got to be rooting for TCU. Yeah. We want that to happen so we can get one rung up the better to the better bowl game. I mean it would be I mean it's incredible we're talking about a bowl game. I this the bowl game whatever we go to it's going to be uh, crimson and blue I'm telling you right now. It's just you know one of the predictions that I saw what KU Mizzou Liberty Bowl Memphis. Yes, I I heard that I said, also. That is probably the smartest play from just a from just an economic standpoint, because you were gonna like that's an easy trip for uh, you know anybody uh, in the Kansas and Missouri area. Right. That is definitely gonna draw a crowd, right? Uh, and you can like, put that. I mean, I don't even know what the timing of that game is, but you can put it on Tuesday night, and because of you know. Yeah. We oh, yeah. show John Brown and you know bleeding Kansas and dude, I will take the following day off, <laughs> regardless. So yeah, I'll get Casey's pizza on the way into the work cool. the next day. <laughs> I've just been alerted to this, by the way. Somebody told me about Casey's breakfast pizza. I've never heard of this, and you haven't had it. Apparently, it is the thing. Oh no, it's fantastic. Yeah, we were talking about. We were actually we were at plate. This is not on the outline, but you know, yeah. Seriously, have you okay? Yeah. Uh, Casey's breakfast pizza yeah. is. I don't. What do you top drawer? Is that what someone would say? Or I mean, yeah. I, it's. Uh, Quick trips breakfast pizza, no muy bueno, too thick crust, but 
I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna say this out loud. This is the first time I've ever heard the term breakfast pizza when it wasn't just me eating cold pizza out of my refrigerator. Oh no, Casey's breakfast pizza is eggs, bacon, sausage. I mean, it's like a breakfast burrito, but on a slice of pizza. Oh I mean, wow. Yeah, I, and like I said, somebody mentioned it, and I'm like, yeah. It's they like, have pretty good coffee too, as well. Like they've been reading my diary. <laughs> Okay, okay, let's let's real quickly. Today is the tenth. We've got next week. Mm-hmm. You in town? Yeah. All right. Yeah, next yeah. week we're gonna get together right here, same time, same bat time, same bat channel. Um, it be horse time, but it's fine. Same emotional Batman channel. I'm going to. I'm gonna put. Uh, my kids are dying to get back on the podcast. So Thanksgiving week, they've got some time off school. We're going to do the pod uh, at home um, because we've got Thanksgiving races at Del Mar. You know, and I don't know if that's a Desi Arnaz or not, but uh, whatever it is that day. The Des, <laughs> as they call it. I'm serious. This is it just, you know, the more I get into this stuff, the, the I mean, it's hilarious. So we're going to do that. And then... We'll come back the week after and we'll figure all that stuff out. And maybe for closing week there, we'll be, you know, get together and then we'll figure out December because I know it gets hectic with, you know, clients and uh, Christmas and all that kind of stuff. Even I've got to take people uh, meals at, in, in December. Yeah. So this has been fun. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you want to plug? I know last week you plugged uh, Elevated Craft. Elevated Craft, yeah. Um, God. I really wish there was something. You know, the, oh, you know what? 14 hands. Yes, I was just going to say. Uh, you know. Brought to you brought to you this week by 14 hands. 14 hands. It's drinkable. Yeah, that's what can be said about it. It's drinkable <laughs> and it has a horse on it. Uh, those, are, those are two things. If you want to have a bottle of wine and you want to watch some horse racing and you want to have a talking point, you get yourself a bottle of 14 hands. Absolutely. And you go from there. Yeah. And you get some stemless wine glasses. and you pour it over the top of a whiskey sour. I don't think anything else needs to be said right there. Thanks. All right. Fantastic, my friend. Thank you again. Cheers. Thank you, buddy. Everybody out there, best of luck. <laughs>